before. Lay back, it's all been done before. And if you could only let it be, you would see. I like you the way you are when we're driving in your car and you're talking to me one on one, but you become somebody else around everyone else. You're watching your back like you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You look like a fool to me. Tell me why you have to go and make things so complicated. I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated. Life's like this. You fall and you crawl and you break and you take what you get and you turn it into honestly. You promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it. Now, now, now. Don't ever, ever, ever fake anything right that was that's a long that's a really really long uh intro but i cannot cut shot it because it's an entire capsule kind of thing you know it gives an entire message in a minute and 10 seconds you know i can't just cut it off somewhere right in between <laughs> anyways guys uh, what's happening how are you guys doing it's uh this is Mel Classo bringing to you my next episode uh, uh, of uh, just the Justin Nobody podcast. And uh, it's a Sunday evening and it's exactly 6.41 p.m. this Sunday evening. And the best part about this Sunday is a little different, man. It's 6.40, okay, but it's still nice and bright outside. It's like literally sun shiny outside why thank goodness to daylight savings actually i'm not, I, uh, this whole daylight savings things never really happened uh doesn't really happen anywhere around the world like you, people just you know stick with the time and just stick with the time all 365 days a year except for a leap year like it is today this year 366 days a year but hey man the united states of america like why do you want to change stuff why do you, why do you want to why do you want to change miles to kilometers? Why, why do you want to change um, kgs kilograms to pounds? Why don't you follow the metric system? You know why do you want to change? Uh, why, why do you want to uh, why do you want to kind of uh, have this whole concept of daylight savings? Why don't you just kind of you know run with uh, with one one thing that you want to follow all through the year like you know why change stuff why why do you want to be why do you want to make things so complicated no 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 yeah man don't complicate stuff you know just be kind of like a like normal like you know the world is doing one thing let's let's follow it why complicate things why go from why go from uh centigrade with which the world entire world uses to fahrenheit why making why make stuff difficult you know hey man hey the usa hey america what's up what's up <laughs> anyway so um uh, yeah so that's a little different about um that's a little bit different about uh, this sunday it's nice and bright outside and feels so great because you know the thing is i uh 
literally love getting up early in the morning because I love experiencing a day. You know, I love experiencing days. Like if I get up like uh, in the middle of the day or maybe a little late, I'm like, oh my God, like it's all the day is almost over kind of thing. You know, so I love getting up, waking up early because I want to experience the day. And now it's like daylight, even at 640 and it feels so great. And spring is here. Winter never happened. It didn't snow in the East Coast. Like that's amazing. How did that ever happen? Like it used to snow here and uh, uh, it's like uh nothing this year so winter is cancelled spring is here which is great uh, on march 10th that's on tuesday it's going to be holy uh of course the whole world celebrates it i must say but of course it's big time in india i remember i never missed a single holy you know when i while when i lived in bombay not even not even one of it and as a kid i used to i was so damn involved we used to fill up balloons you know uh with water uh, plain water and then keep it in the in the fridge and so that it gets cold like overnight and the next morning it was holy you know we kind of uh, literally uh, threw those balloons on people you know with cold water that was like uh, that was a big thing while I was a kid of course today if I do it, it's like stupid you know but uh, that's what we used to do as kids and then we used to take bring uh, go out with eggs eggs was a big a little you know when we grew up and kind of thing eggs was that time but as kids we used to fill up balloons and you know put it in the in the refrigerator so that it get cool it cools we use a lot of oil paint that never really of course today it's all about you know bionic like people are using uh, very um, uh, very safe colors which are which do not cause any kind of allergies you know or anything but I remember as a kid, we used to use oil paint that never really went off the skin after, uh, like, at least it took a month to really, um, you know, come out, uh, come out of your, like, you know, to get washed out. So that was real fun. Uh, Of course, they don't do it nowadays. It's not allowed, uh, basically. And um, so it was fun. And uh, holy, of course, I, I don't, I don't, play that much now but if you're in india or if you're in bombay there's no way that you're gonna ever miss it you know that's uh that's a big deal there and uh right so it's gonna be holy on march 10th uh, happy holy to everyone well in advance if whether you celebrate or don't celebrate it it's just you know it's just about uh welcoming spring that's what holy is about the good over evil it's a festival of colors uh and uh not a big deal you know uh so um it's a big deal and just having fun with it rather than making a making it a big thing about religion you know because these days religion gets dragged into everything i heard uh, i heard a university or school in alabama has kind of pulled out uh, the entire yoga um uh, classes or yoga training for the students because uh, yoga comes has you know comes out from a Hindu religion. It started, it has that Hindu religion background. Like you know, even those namaste poses, which are about so many namaste poses in yoga, which is supposed to be a Hindu ritual, and because it uh, it is associated with a religion. Uh, these days, people are kind of, you know, backing out from yoga. That's that that turned me a little like, uh, just made me wonder. Like yoga is good for your body. It's all about stretching. It's all about, uh, it's all about uh, flexing those muscles, you know. And then you make it about religion because it originated from Hinduism. Hey man, 
hey man alabama like what's happening like and now it's it's with one state you know you never know it just kind of uh, uh, many other people would just pick it up so even the namaste poses have been banned in that um, in that college or university i don't know which one let me just check i can i can check that out for you it is uh, it was uh, where it was uh, yeah of course it's uh, derived from so lawmakers might change that they say okay alabama bans yoga in public schools as hindu as hindu and religious okay so that's a reason uh and uh, uh because uh, so alabama all public schools in alabama which is really like you know i read that and i was like hey man like what's happening like you know the minute we associate anything with religion bam it's over you know you you got to learn from each other you know you got to take some good uh, learn the good practices across whatever your religion is if someone's doing something good and it makes sense and it's really good uh, why ban it you know i don't know i just don't get it i absolutely don't get it but uh, that's what uh, public schools are doing right now they're banning yoga because it originated from a religion hinduism which is crazy imagine uh, uh you know i i i do uh, like even the namaste like hey man i don't know i just don't understand anyway what's happening guys how are you how are you doing like you know how are you how was your week and uh, what's happening write to me at uh, justanobodypodcast@gmail.com uh that's where i get those emails which could be a little lengthy but if you want to write uh, write something really short and sweet dm me go on twitter dm me my handle is uh, at @moclaso that's m e a r l c o l a c o my first name and last name and the handle so uh, that's my handle and um so right now i'm actually sitting on the ground i'm sitting on the ground uh my my legs are crossed in um in a yoga position i'm sorry to say for those people who are offended uh because it originated from some i don't know what you'll talk about uh what they talk about and um and i'm bare f- i'm i'm barefoot you know i don't have shoes slippers flip-flops nothing it feels great some people are also offended when they see someone uh who who is not wearing shoes or who's bare feet uh which is really which really drives me bonkers kind of thing like why would why should you get offended if someone else is not wearing shoes or not wearing a pair of slippers or is bare feet you know or is barefoot there why why do you need to get offended like what's the problem with you what what's happening to you if someone else is bare feet you know is not wearing shoes like why why should you, why should it bother you you know kind of thing uh so i just don't understand like you know someone else is for instance like for example another example someone else is gay or another person is lesbian it's not bothering you there's there's no problem it's not affecting your life so why do you you know why do people have a problem with it basically i just don't get it you know like everything bothers a pe- things people just get bothered with everything like just shut up man like you know relax stay in your lane unless it's not affecting you it's not coming in your way just shut up kind of thing you know that's what i want to kind of that's that's my uh, inspirational message for today 
And I hope after I said that, I hope after I said that, you are going to say, Mel fucking colossal because I want to be a source of inspiration for my listeners and for everybody around, you know, the people I meet the, or wherever I go, etc. I want people to get inspired, which I've never inspired anyone in my entire life. Like not even once. I want to do it. I want to do that. Like, you know, the minute I say something, hey man, she inspires me. I've never done that in my life, but I want to do it. And then I want people to say, Mo fucking colossal literally inspires me. I want to be like that. That's my goal. Hey man, that's my goal. So, uh, anyway. So, anyway. So, anyway. Anyways. Anyway. Anyways. Anyway. Anyway, uh, uh, a happy International Women's Day f- to all the women, to all the people, to everyone who actually feels like a woman. It's important that whether you feel like a woman or whoever you are, if you have that little feeling, then a happy International Women's Day to you. Uh, it is, uh, it is, I don't know when is International Men's Day. I, I was, uh, I think it's 19th November every year. Um, and, um, I think I missed, I missed wishing my, the men, people who really think, uh, who feel like a man, uh, a happy international, a belated international men's day. It was a 19 November. And, um, so, uh, it's, it's a special day, you know, everyone's like, uh, literally everyone who feels like a woman, uh, is supposed to feel great today. Uh, but you need to feel great every single day, you know. And um, all I want to say to y'all is to people who really think that a woman is all about being a mother, someone who nurses, who's a homemaker, who's into, uh, you know, who's uh, who's into uh, uh, cleaning up and, you know, kind of uh, uh, removing clutter or, you know, doing those kind of things. Fine. You know, you're great if you can do that. If you're a woman and if you can do that. I'm a woman. I can't do those things. Okay. I hate cooking. I do it for, I cook like, I cook uh, to survive. Uh, but, uh, but apart from that, of course, which, which is a good thing, you know, that, uh, women do really. But if I, apart from that, I want everyone to also know that women are really qualified today. Okay. They're qualified. Not only today, they've been qualified. They've, uh, they've undergone all kinds of qualifications and, you know, they have the vast, you know, they've got wide experience, uh, across, uh, different areas of business or maybe the nonprofit world, the public, public life, etc. So they're not only, they're not only, uh, caretakers or homemakers or nurses or good mothers, etc. but they're qualified to do a job. They're peaceful and empathetic and they, 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 they are competent and ambitious. Okay. I don't need to say this, but I have to say this because today is every person's day, everyone's day who feels like a woman and, uh, uh, they're problem solvers, basically. So, um, and uh, this is something that, you know, everyone needs to understand. And only those people uh, who understand this are those who have had 
an ambitious woman in their life like it could be their sister maybe they grew up with that's the best thing i th- actually the best the best way to really understand uh to know a girl is growing up with someone as you are young you know you the way you look at a woman is very different as compared to if you don't have a sister you know so if you had a sister if you had a mother who was ambitious who who went out uh who worked you know uh had to kind of, she, well she was also uh she was also uh contributing to uh to the household income that's another that's another reason uh, that's another way then if you've had many relationships with women and uh, the kind of relationship is where you've also been a part of uh uh boosting or supporting her career or her um her programs or agendas etc that's another way of looking at it um you know uh, and um so that makes a big difference if you had a sister if you had a mother who's ambitious if you had a girlfriend who was ambitious and you supported it supported them it's completely different uh, from you know uh, from looking uh, looking at a woman who has always been your girlfriend you just went around uh, you know it's like ba- basically it's in like an equation you know if the number of women you worked with who were ambitious is greater than the number of women who've just been your girlfriends that's all you know then you know you know who she is you know who she is who 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 she is and what expectations are and what ex- but if you've just kind of but if you've dated more women than work with them then i think your knowledge about women is much less than people who have worked with women and kind of had a career with them which is greater than the number of girlfriends you had you know so that is basically an understanding you know you need to have those ambitious women in your life right from you know your sister your mother all your girlfriends or your wife um and people you work with colleagues etc to understand a woman uh, you know and uh, uh so that's that's so important and um Yeah so uh, it is uh, so happy international women's day to all the people everyone who feels like a woman man i feel like a woman i feel like a woman shana twain right yeah yeah i remember that song yeah i need to pull it out i need i why i didn't think of it i need to pull it out <clears throat> Yeah so you know there's this uh, there's this uh, very famous saying you know which uh, goes like this behind every successful man's life or, or behind every successful man there's a woman that's what the saying is but i want that to also kind of uh, i want it to slightly change to say that behind every successful woman there's a man and that's important you know we need to have both of it to coexist it's not every time a successful man there should be a successful woman you know um as well because things have changed and it has not changed like in 2020 it's been changed over the years women women are qualified they're not going to waste their entire qualification the time they spend studying the time the experiences that they've got to just kind of be homemakers or mothers or you know caretakers or whatever of course that's a part of everything but 
on International Women's Day, you know, I want everyone to understand that that is also important that, uh, you know, women with careers and, um, uh, that's all that I'm saying in this. So, you know, all this, all this, uh, bull crap of bullshit about, uh, strong women, all these cliches, you know, strong women. And then you have a woman kind of showing her muscles or, you know, women who go out with pussy hats and all that and kind of walking around. That is not International Women's Day. I don't consider that at all as International Women's Day. I think I just feel it odd. You know, I just feel it's like, what the fuck kind of thing? What is that? You know, I don't consider myself a strong woman. I don't know what is the meaning of strong. I don't understand the meaning of strong at all. So it's not about that. It's all about, it's all about, you know, who you are and being able to, uh, being able to get that support to be able to also fulfill your dreams rather than, you know, being someone who's supporting others to fulfill their dreams. Women should be able to fulfill their dreams and they need to get that support as well. That is important. And I hope I'm getting that message right. It's not about strong women. It's not about pussy hats. That bull, that's all bullshit, you know? It's about women fulfilling their own dreams as well and getting that support that they need to be able to fulfill that dream, which is important. Man, I feel like a woman. Ah, ah, ah. I feel like a woman. <laughs> that's Shania Twain. That's Shania Twain for you. That's Shania. Shania. Shania Twain. Talking about inspiration, you know, I just talked about, you know, how I want everyone to call me Mo fucking colossal because I'm, I'm kind of inspiring them and it's unbelievable the way things that come out from my mouth that they can't kind of believe it that it's happening. Another inspiration apart from what I just talked about, uh, another piece of inspiration that I want to give all my listeners and to everyone out there uh, who ever kind of get a chance to listen to this is, okay, this is the quote for me. Don't fucking text talk or take a selfie video of yourself while driving okay don't ever fucking text talk or take a video take selfie video of yourself while driving because hey man you don't care about your own life but guess what i care about other people's lives that you could you could destroy while Texting, talking, or taking a selfie video while driving. So don't fucking do that. And that's my piece of inspiration. And I hope after I say this, everybody out there is going to say, Mo fucking colossal literally inspires me. I want to be that source of inspiration. And I know after this quote that I just kind of said, this piece of inspirational message, this TED talk that I'm giving you every week after week, it's a TED talk. This thing that I'm saying is basically you will say that Merle fucking Colasso is literally for real the best, you know? Okay, another piece of inspiration that I didn't kind of write or I didn't make it uh, is basically, I love this, uh, I love this story about... Um, the world's oldest man he was like uh 
a 112 years old and 344 days old 344 days old like a 112 years old man and 344 days old he was that he was like more than 112 years and he was from japan he kind of uh, died recently and um, you know so i was i was like you know reading i was like hey man this like guy is like 112 years old and like plus 340 feet for 44 days old like i was like what is that secret that you know gives uh, that uh, allowed him to stay for so long that made him stay for so long and he says that avoid anger like don't get angry and always keep smiling imagine keep just keep on smiling for like no reason at all you know and not getting angry at bullshit bull crap like it's tough but if you have to live uh, long if you would want to live for 100 like for over 100 years old over 100 years then you have to keep smiling and never get angry and this guy uh, his name was vata vata vatan vatanabe that was his name from japan but you know actually the japanese people they live pretty long they all mostly have a long life i don't know what is their secret i don't know whether it's because of the hot water that they drink throughout the day or what it is you know but they have this uh, uh most of them actually live so long and this guy uh, watanabe uh, that 112 years plus 344 days old man he uh, he survived he was survived with five children 12 grandchildren 16 great grandchildren and one great great grandchild which is brilliant you know that is like some source of inspiration for me of course i also give a lot of uh, inspirational talk on my podcast and i know you'll get inspired but this man wenta watan watanabe from Jap- japan like literally just keep smiling never get angry and then you live for more than a century and 112 is like lots it's like 112 years like what are we talking about man wow i'll share the photograph i'll share his photograph uh uh on my when i post it you can check him out he really keys the girl really got a sweet smile <laughs> so sweet i mean i don't think uh i couldn't see teeth inside his mouth but um like uh, his smile is sweet i'll share i'll share the photo of his uh i talking about uh, people who died uh, even jack welsh uh, the uh, the ceo of uh, g i believe the former ceo i would say of g he he kind of uh, handled ge general electric for about for about 10 years and uh he was he was he was good see the thing is of course today jack welch the rich guy uh would definitely have to change the way he uh if if today if G, jack welch entered ge as a ceo today uh the approach of his uh, way of working would definitely be different because today the political environment has changed things have changed altogether manufacturing has totally reduced year it's been outsourced and uh, you know with the political climate of people going after rich people it would be really difficult for him to really you know survive with the same kind of models but at that time uh when he was he was in uh he was in business or whatever you know um 
he was uh, he was good. You know, I like see the thing is you cannot just you cannot say no to competition. And I've always said that that we need to be competitive. You know, uh, but at the same time we need a balance to be also be able to take care of people. Uh, who cannot afford the basic needs. We need a balance. But at the same time, we need competition. And, you know, there are a number of uh, uh, political agendas all across the world of going behind the rich and trying to kill competition. That's not good. That's not really good for business. It's not good for the economy. It's uh, So for everything, there is a balance. So Jack Welch was... I studied a lot of business uh, management messages from Jack Welch, uh, reading his books, etc., um, and uh, I believe he died on March 2nd, and that's how why I'm talking about him. His management principles were pretty simple. You know, it was uh, have a competitive advantage. He always said that, that you to be, to be in competition, you need to have an advantage. You must compete in the market. That was his another uh, big, big thing. He always said that you must reward good performance, which is good. That if someone is doing good, reward them, give them incentives, you know, uh, applaud them, uh, praise, praise performers, which was another thing that he talked about. And his big thing was, of course, Motorola at that time, um, they had kind of uh, had this uh, Six Sigma program, which was a quality kind of benchmark uh, that improves uh, customer experience, it lowers your cost and builds better leaders. So uh, Six Sigma was also uh, Jack Welch at that uh, Dak Welsh when he was running GE. I don't know how, which period was it. I don't know when he really ran, but I read his book very later, like after he had kind of left GE. That was the time, you know, uh, he started writing books. He started teaching in management schools, etc. And that's how, you know, I came to learning about him. So Six Sigma was a concept that um, he kind of uh, adopted. And he used it uh, as a technique to, you know, eliminate defects in his ma- in the manufacturing process. I don't know about GE, they're closing plants today, but, a, but when he was a CEO, uh, everything was manufactured, I think, in the United States. And uh, Six Sigma was a concept where, uh, of course, we are not talking about uh, 0% defects, you know, in the manufacturing process. But he was talking about uh, having 3.4 defects per million, uh, per million steps that they took in the process of manufacturing. That was about 99.99% flawlessness. So he's not talking about 100% of, um, what is it called? 100% defect-free manufacturing, but he was talking about at least having only 3.4 defects per million steps in the manufacturing process. So the guy was good. You know, he had he had great ideas. He was a good manager. He would not make good politician because today a number of businessmen are getting into politics, but they don't really do well because uh, business is all about being competitive. Polit- politics is about supporting that com- competitive com- competitiveness, but at the same time also making sure that people who cannot be competent because of poverty, because of uh, no education, you know, get that boost of being able to get that education, being able to get that two meals a day, you know, kind of thing. You know, it is important to take care, to have a balance. And that's what politics is all about. And so I don't think businessmen can really be good politicians, you know, but, uh, Politicians, I think, can be good businessmen. It works the other way around, but it won't work this way, you know, businessmen too. 
politician. So, so that's what I like about uh, uh, Jack Welsh and uh, uh, because he he taught me pretty pretty much uh, a lot, you know. And um, I take that as a big uh, uh, boost in my in my learning because you know the Six Sigma program is something that uh, which talks about. Um, you know, uh, you need to plan everything, you know, nothing, just you need to define what your goal is, you need to measure it, you need to do the analytics to see how you really, you know, what, whether the process is working, and then improve it if required, and then control, that is, you know, continuous improvement. So you define the problem, you map out the current process, you identify the cause of the problem, you implement and verify the solution, and maintain the solution. So it's basically maintenance. And this this kind of concept, you know, is so important to increase revenue, to reduce cost and improve collaboration. So um, this whole concept of nowadays uh, going behind rich people, going behind businessmen because they're getting competitive is a little too much. You know, and that's what that what that's what is uh, is a big bother to me. You know, we need to have we need to take care of everybody and everyone needs to be uh, playing this game. That's what I think. <laughs> Man, I feel like a woman. I feel like a woman. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah. So last episode, I talked about how uh, parents they keep you know yapping about their the kids. Like you know, they're continuously talking about um, the kids on social. They're talking about uh, they're talking about the kids. Uh, you know, when they meet you face to face, maybe you know forever. These parents are forever. They talk about what their kids eat, what they did last night, uh, how uh, how how you know they they share they share on social media or they're talking to you about it. You know, either face to face. Or whatever, and it's like you know you can't at least at least if if a parents are sharing stuff on social, you can just kind of block them or you can kind of uh, mute them, not block them if you block them, then they'll know, but you can mute them so that you don't get their uh feed on your you cannot watch it, you know you can do that, but if someone's kind of bothering you by talking about the kid face to face, you know it's it's very rude to kind of just uh uh walk out from the conversation so you're like man you know in my head I'm like hey like you know uh like I'm not a parent you know and I don't understand what you're talking about so uh so hey like you know in my head I'm saying all this because I cannot be rude like hey like you know can you go and tell another parent about what you feel about your kids maybe they'll understand what you what you are talking about like don't tell me because I don't know, and I don't want to know, like, you know, I, I don't want to practice it, I don't want to know, like, you know, that's, that's what's happening in my head when people, when people, you know, talk about their kids to me, and I'm like, hey, man, like, hey, like, like, bye, but I can't do it, I have to just go through the entire discussion, but at least on social, you can mute, mute someone, you know, you can kind of just ignore it, which is okay. So, uh, and I was saying this over the, I don't know, a few, few episodes back. And then I watched a video by Lewis Black. He was in the Daily Show. 
And he exactly said what I felt, what I feel. And I want you to kind of, I want, I want you to share uh, the uh, share the video uh, with you. Maybe just play it for a few seconds, listen to it. And this is exactly what I feel when people talk to me about their kids. Like, hey man, don't tell me. Like, don't tell me. I'm not a parent. I don't understand what you what you're talking. Talk to other parents. That's your that's your target audience. You know. That is who you're supposed to talk to. Those people will understand you better than, you know, talking to me about it. So uh, this is Lewis Black, uh, and this is how I literally feel. And I want you to listen to it. Let's talk about kids. I hate them. They're loud, they're clumsy, and their hands are always covered in jam. They didn't even eat a sandwich. The jam is just there. But in this age of social media, the kids aren't the problem. It's their goddamn parents. From baby's first bath to those toddler temper tantrums. Parents are sharing more about their kids online than ever before. 92% of kids under the age of two already have a digital footprint, meaning photos and personal information about them already exist online. Some call this sharenting. This is when parents actively share their child's digital identity. Wow, sharenting. What fun. I could just sharent in my pants right now. But that's right. Parents are sharing every stinking, soul-sucking moment of their kids' boring lives. Think about it. What do babies do? They shit, they scream, they pass out. If I wanted that, I'd go to Mardi Gras. At least there, the boobs aren't for feeding. Okay, that's not okay, okay? That's not okay. Sharenting isn't just annoying. It could also ruin your kid's life. Sharenting? Okay, so... (laughs) The boobs thing is not okay, but it's okay because it's a a part of the joke, so that's fine. But the other thing, you know, exactly what I'm talking about, like sharenting. You'll give it a new word, like altogether, make it sound, uh, make it sound sexy, you know, call it sharenting. But hey, parents, like, you know, please, not me, not me. Like, I'm not your target audience. I'm not someone who's going to be able to listen to all that, you know? Kind of thing. Anyway, I love I love Lewis Black. I mean, he's really good. He's really good with his stuff. And uh, very natural. Like, speaks, uh, speaks exactly uh, what is something that could be in your head, you know, uh, for all you care. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, anyway. So anyway. Anyway, uh, about uh, coronavirus, it's like, uh, um, uh, please take care because uh, it's really scaring the daylights out of me, literally. Um, uh, it really makes me scared because I use a lot. I'm always at a public place and uh, I use, a, I, ride the, I ride the trains a lot, uh, you know, and uh, which is always, always, always crowded. So it's really scaring me as hell as, you know, uh, I'm sure. Uh, and the thing is, it's spreading. It's, it's literally, it's just like, uh, there are more cases than, you know, cases getting less, which should be the case as we get along because it's a virus and whatever. But there are more incidents, you know, there are more people getting infected, there are more deaths, etc. And even, uh, even uh politicians etc the health people the 
health um you know people really are do- like doctors nurses etc they are losing their lives which is so really sad and that makes me i don't know what's happening i think china iran and italy are the three countries who which have been most uh i mean the infections in these three countries are the highest as of now which is really sad and the only things that we could do really is wash your hands for about 20 minutes don't touch your face and don't go to crowded places stay home if you're sick or you feel like you have a fever um i don't know how did we get here literally i just don't know how did we get here like i've never experienced such a pandemic ever in my life and this is really freaking me out because even if you live with the disease it's like it can it can destroy your lungs and having a destroyed lung uh destroyed lungs like for for a long period of time it's really not good you know that's what uh that's what really scares me about this uh this thing and i hope we can find something that can really kill the covid-19 virus it's really scary because um i didn't know you know it was like a joke it was uh, it was a part of memes and we were all were laughing over it like you know we are still doing it but hey you know uh, i think uh, this is really something serious like i was watching uh, pope francis uh, his mass at uh, in italy and uh, there's no one there you know attending mass so it's like with a place that used to be crowded is like uh, is empty and i wonder how like northern italy has been totally so many people have died there so i don't know what's really happening like you know you have to have an end to this and people have told us don't even wear a mask you're not supposed to wear it so that's um, that's another thing uh, they say that only people who feel the feel the cold or fever or having the symptoms need to wear it but then how do we protect ourselves because everyone's coughing everyone's sneezing you know i i don't know it's really scaring the daylights out of me uh anyway uh i need to i need to go because we're running out of time i don't want to be that podcaster uh who keeps talking for hours together you know and never shut up shut doesn't shut up you know i don't want to be that person so uh i need to go and uh, i just want to thank you all for listening week after week if you're doing it if you're the same person who keeps listening to it thank you so much because it really means a lot to me uh don't forget if you want to write to me you can write to me at justanobodypodcast@gmail.com uh if you want to write something really short and snappy put it on uh, put a direct message on my twitter uh my twitter handle is at mall classo m e a r l c o l a c o that's my twitter handle and thank you so much for listening to all the people out there who feel like a woman happy international women's day man i feel like a woman let's play the song maybe uh i'll end this with uh shania twain's i feel like a woman <laughs>
I feel like a woman. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you so much for listening again. And baby, bye, 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 bye. Take care.